This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Hi there, Duke fans. Welcome to episode 570. Yes, 570 puppies in the book of the Duke Basketball Roundup. I'm Jason Evans, here for your listening pleasure. It is a Sunday afternoon. There is no Duke game this weekend, but we've got a very special episode for you nonetheless. Joining me, as always, is Donald Wine. Donald, how you doing, my friend? I'm doing great. Uh, you know, this is a big week of Duke basketball and Duke football. I'm really excited. I know later on this week we're going to have a big Baylor preview. And then obviously we have the football game, but I'm excited about the guests that we have with us today. So let's get right to it. Yeah, exactly. So folks who listen to the podcast, when they heard uh, our recap of Georgia Tech may have some clue as to what we're doing on the podcast today, because as I was walking into Alexander Memorial Coliseum or whatever they call it, I think they may have changed the name of McCamish. whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. McCamish. Hey, I, hey, I've been living in Atlanta so long. It's always Alexander to me. As I was walking in, I was at a stoplight about to cross the street. And there was a nice woman in front of me who was wearing a bedazzled jacket that said McCain on the back. And I said to myself, I'm like, that's either the greatest Jared McCain fan of all time or that's his mom. And it was his or mother. Both. Or both. Yeah, it was, be exactly. It probably was both. Exactly. Both. <laughs> it was Gina McCain. She was standing next to a tall gentleman who I have since learned was Lance McCain, her husband. And they join us now. Gina and Lance, thanks so much for joining the Duke Basketball Roundup. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Lance, by the way, I'm going to start with a question. How tall are you? Six four. Six four. So yeah. your your son is almost your height, but Gina, you're not quite as tall, right? I <laughs> am about five one and a half, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> no. And by the way, I believe Lance is six five. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> um, expectations, right? No expectations at six four that there are at six five, right? <laughs> Same thing. Uh, listen, by the way, we're going to get to you guys all being athletes and stuff like that in a little bit, but I'm going to let Donald start things off. And, and by the way, a little later on, I've got some questions that were submitted by by some of our listeners that I'm really interested in hearing your answers to, but let's let Donald get it all started. Yeah, and I think the first part is, as, as Jason mentioned, we've had quite a few Duke basketball players on the show to give us the perspective about life at Duke and as a basketball player, but we haven't had many parents. So uh, particularly Duke basketball parents. So we wanted to get our give our listeners a sense of how some of this works to the extent that you're comfortable sharing. You obviously hail from California, which is not close to Durham uh, when you look at any map. Uh, it's the other side of the country. But you still made it to quite a few games. What was that discussion like between yourselves and with Jared in trying to figure out how to support him? Did you say, hey, it's Duke. We're going to every single game possible. Or did you have to you know, figure out, according to schedules, picking and choosing some of these games? Um, we, okay. So, um, I don't know if anyone is aware about our, our other son as well, Jace. Yes. Mm -hmm. I was going to ask about him, but go ahead. Yeah. So, um, it kind of wrapped it all up because since he applied for the master's program out at Duke and then got accepted and then he applied to be a grad assistant, um, there was nothing in California that we really needed to be there for. So we decided to make the move. Um, and that way we could be here the whole season, be, you know, support in every way, you know, if they need food or whatever the boys need, we are here and we will go to every game, <laughs> away game and home game. So that's um, kind of how we, we just, we feel like we're, there's such a, there, there are life really, you know, so we felt like what better um, way to, you know, enjoy it is. To, this journey is crazy that we're on. It's unbelievable in a lot of ways. So to have both boys here, why not just be with them all the time? So. And, and and really quick, Lance, I, I believe I may be wrong, but I believe you work for Southwest. Is that correct? Yes, I'm a, a flight attendant for Southwest. So so I guess if you have to go to road games, that that makes it a little bit easier. Oh yeah, yeah. Flight privileges. So, <laughs> yeah, I I mean I I fly a lot as Jason knows. I I travel quite a bit and and that makes it a little bit easier to get, especially, you know, Duke plays a national schedule. They're not just confined to North Carolina. Uh, look, you know, most parents in this situation, this position talk about how they want to see their kids excel in their sport, but they also hope that they take part in the college experience. You guys moving across the country, knowing that your kids are going through this for the first time, not just individually, but in this case together, playing basketball at Duke or, or being on the team is a unique college experience, but what parts of any do you want Jared to experience in his time at Duke? Just, just experiencing that independence. Like we, we pretty much like stay out of the way of everything else. We, you know, but we, um, he goes and gets shots up and we, we kind of have a habit of just watching, you know? Um, but I mean, you know, he, he goes his way and does his thing. And um, that's, that's important to me. I know it is uh, to Gina also that um, you want him to, you know, go, go experience it, have fun with it. both boys really. But, uh, you know, I keep forgetting that Jace is, uh, is, is he's what, 25 years old, 20, 24 years 24. old. Um, and it's, uh, it's just like, you know, we still, <laughs> get caught up in like, it's still our kid, you know, but mm -hmm. he's, he's a young man. So. Yeah. I'm constantly find myself telling Jared, 
this is your college experience. I don't want to interfere. Enjoy yourself, but I'm here. And he's constantly saying, mom, you know, I, I want you here. This is different than normal experience. I, I want you here. I need you here. So um, it, it works out. We try to keep our distance, but he, you know, he calls us, we eat together, we hang out. And like Lance said, every pretty much, you know, every night, uh, Jace will rebound for um, Jared and we'll go and watch. We'll help rebound unless they have a manager. But yeah, so we're in the gym with them pretty much. That's when we get our time with Jared is in the gym. <laughs> like like I said, a very unique way to spend time with your sons uh, in the gym. It's, it's not something that everyone has the opportunity to do. And I think we're, we're, we're both uh, glad that you're able to do that. Listen, on the other side of things, you know, Jared has become a social media sensation well before he got to Duke, has a ton of followers on TikTok. When he started making some of this social media content, what, of course, he was in high school, but what was your role like as parents in helping him navigate that world? Because that world is, is still a new world to all of us uh, and, and how you can maximize a, a lot of different things, especially exposure. Yeah, um, it totally took us by surprise. <laughs> um, we And if you talk to him, he'll tell you like it was during covid and he just, he always has loved to dance. Like when he was little, we would, I have pictures of him dancing and singing and, you know, doing that. So I knew that that's always in him, but then he started just posting it and we were like shocked. Like, why do people want to see him dance? You know, we, we did not understand like what is going on. So and by the way, it's, it's little snippets. It's 10 seconds of dancing. <laughs> right, right, right. But you know, I, I remember when he was like, mom, I've got 10,000 followers. And I was like, what that doesn't even make sense you know we were so so surprised but um to be honest he has been in control and been uh the navigator of this whole social media he is really really good at um not reading a lot of the um responses um you know and uh, you know lance and i we have a whole different thing we tend to read read them and then then we, we want to reply and we don't reply. But, you know, our kids, Jace and Jared are both always like, mom, just ignore it. Don't look at it. You know, dad, don't, you know, don't <laughs> respond. So we don't respond. And, but we we definitely, uh, we, we let him kind of be in control. But now that he's with an agency, things have definitely changed. Um, you know, we do a lot more. He does a lot more um, ads and things. And they're totally involved in a lot of uh, the stuff that's posted with, um, he still is in full control of what dancing stuff he does. But of course, the, picky. yeah, he is very picky. I'll give him a suggestion. He'll be like, no, mom, just stop, you know? <laughs> well, real quickly, you know, he has a, a bunch of dances uh, on the on, on TikTok and, and social media. Which one's your favorite? Is there one that sticks out to you? Like, yeah, you should be doing doing this one more often. Or if he had a if he played football, would that be his touchdown dance? Ah. You know, I like the one with uh, EYBL, uh, two, oh, I guess, two yeah. years ago or about two, almost two years ago, I think it was. He started this trend, the eight o'clock in the morning and then the ski, ski yeah. dance, both of those. Mm -hmm. And those, I mean, he did those same dances like um, probably a hundred times each. And everyone, I, I love it. But, you know, that's kind of a brand of his. But when he first started, he was doing this, uh, the Drake Tootsie dance. It was yep. 
It was, yeah, slide, that, yeah. I thought that was so cute. I really just thought that was cute. So, and my my niece was doing it with him, and so I thought that was so sweet. <laughs> and even a part of this, you know, social media, which again has not been around that long, but even more recent, has been the ability to make money off of it. Have you guys kind of been shocked at how you know how much of a money maker it has become, and how he's kind of been able to capitalize some on that? We are we are shocked. Yeah, it's beyond anything we could have imagined we, it just, and it just and, and it was like all of a sudden so it, it really uh, it really like showed us the power of, of uh, the media and and uh, these followers and and I all of it. it it's just been amazing really I mean we were blessed to have to be in California to where in high school he could um, capitalize on that and he did it to the fullest extent. Um, I we we're just we're amazed yeah. how this has taken off and what he's done and and the people that are in our lives now that help us guide us in this you know whole um, big journey. You know, it's 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 crazy. Very proud of him. Very proud of him. He so, handles it well. I, yeah, I I have to know. I mean, like the first time that you looked. And one of his videos and saw a million, two million, three million views on them. That had to have been like just unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think the the thing that really uh made it even real, because when you look at the numbers, it's almost like you don't you it doesn't come uh full circle until you actually go out and you and people are coming up to him all the time. And, you know, like we're in Hawaii and we're on vacation and people are screaming and running towards him. And we're like, this is, <laughs> this is unbelievable, yeah. you know? Eating dinner and, and he, he doesn't turn anyone away. Typically, I, I, I don't, I've never, never seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Gina, I have to ask, you're in several of his, a number of his videos. How many takes does it take to get a TikTok just right? And does it ever get like exhausting? Like you're on, I mean, is it ever like a dozen, 20, 30? No. Okay. So with Jared, he's really quick. Like he learns dances really fast and he wants me to learn dances fast. And I'm 57 years old and that doesn't happen the same. So <laughs> I, I, he gives me no time. He's like, um, okay, mom, I want you to do this dance with me. He gives me, I swear we get like maybe three, four chances. That's it. I get like four chances and he'll be and like, then he goes, you're, you're done. <laughs> Half the time I'm like, no, this is not good. And he'd be like, mom, it's fine. And he'll post it. And there I am. <laughs> that that seems smart. I, I had this vision of him spending hours on each one. No, I'm he, glad he, to hear. <laughs> he would not even do it if it took lots of time. Yeah. I don't think. No. Hey, I want to get to a little bit of basketball stuff. I mean, we've been having great fun, but <laughs> parents are always both their child's biggest supporter and harshest critic give us your assessment of jared's play thus far this season and by the way one of our listeners noted that jared has the second most defensive rebounds of anyone on the team to kyle filipowski was he like a strong rebounder in high school does that has that surprised you no he's always been a very strong rebounder very strong top he was always one of the the actually i think he led our the high school team in rebounds yeah. all right so the okay. uh, yeah, I mean, the, the rest of the assessment, though, yeah. <laughs> I used to uh, tell both my boys, like, uh, coaches like guards that rebound. And so they they always kind of had that that element to their game, like, you know, go get a rebound. 
when especially when uh the ball's not falling. I think um uh, an assessment for Jared this year has been I feel like he's been solid, but he's he hasn't the the ball hasn't fallen uh the way that we you know we're used to seeing and we we we're just sitting we were just sitting waiting to see when that explosion would come and that, that's what that's the way I look at it like because it's it's powerful uh you know you're making shots you know it's just it's just a a killer for for other teams when you know you, you keep keep hitting threes or or just making bucket getting a bucket it's it's just powerful and he and he's been uh, a little bit lacking in that but it's I feel like he's he's turned the corner and hopefully we can uh, get some consistency from that you know speaking of his play thus far I always think the transition to college hoops must be so difficult for these high school stars. These are guys who are the best player in their county, probably in their state. And it's, I mean, the eye opener to be in college basketball and suddenly be like, hey, I wonder if I'm one of the five best guys on this team. I wonder if I'm going to start. <laughs> right. yeah. must be a real challenge. You know, talk a little bit about how has Jared, you think, responded to that? I think, okay, so one of the, the great things that he has learned um, is to try to keep as even kill as possible, um, not get too high, not get too low. So I think, um, although he will work harder than anyone to try to get that. I mean, it, it's almost like, oh, he knows he may or may not start. So he's, he's really challenging himself. Like I'm going to do anything and everything I can to be the best on the team. That's what his mindset is. And so um, I feel like he he's only going to like like Lance was saying, the consistency of, of his play is just going to continue because he's still working so hard. He never gets too low. And I think that um, that helps um, for sure. Uh, Lance, I want to ask you really quick. You you played college basketball, I think, at the Division two level. Am I correct about that? No, I uh, I, I graduated high school in 1979. And uh, I was 16, I was 16 years old. Oh, wow. And, uh, went off to college and I had letters from everywhere. I mean, it was, I mean, it was kind of crazy. Back then letters were like a thing, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I, I had letters from some of everywhere, you know, Harvard, Yale, Princeton. I had uh, Notre Dame, the uh, Annapolis, the Naval Academy, all kinds of places. Uh, it was, you know, schools in Texas. It was, it was pretty crazy but then everything just stopped and um i i don't know what i really don't know what happened but uh i i went on and played i played uh two years at uh, midland college i played with a little guy named spud webb i read that i, I was hoping you're gonna tell us about that that's amazing yeah he 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 was unbelievable i mean i you know i used to have to guard him in practice and i i hated him because <laughs> he was so fast and I would have to try to get that. He, to this day, I hate him for that. But, but it was <laughs> it was fun playing with him. We we had we had a lot of fun uh, um, playing together. And um, he actually came and saw, I believe he saw both of my boys play, um, and uh, kind of you know gave his assessment. He 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 had said about Jared. He had said, oh, he's gonna be fine. He came watched him play and. And uh, it was it was just fun for that to happen for him to uh, be able to see him play and 
Uh, I know he's a basketball fanatic himself and, and now golf, you know, once he retired, he's, he, he's, he plays a lot of golf. Uh, so I want to get to a couple questions that we got from some of our, our listeners on the Duke basketball report forums. Uh, first one was this, what was the most important factor about Duke and coach Shire that made all of you decide that that was the best place for Jared to play college basketball? Jared obviously had his pick of schools. I would imagine what was it about Duke and what was it about John Shire that sold you? I guess I should say sold him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we and that was a thing too. Is that uh, this was Jared's uh, decision. decision. It was we 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 tried to not get into any of that. You know, as far as I mean, we just give him information about what we thought about the school or whatever. But uh, we we have a we had a a village of people that really kind of had a, a little part in it. Our one is uh, um, Shay, who is a trainer um, uh, who trains has trained Jared since like middle school. Um, he came with us on the trip and was addressing a lot of the basketball issues. And, uh, um, and then after, was he impressed with the Duke facilities? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah. Every, every seems like everyone is, you know, <laughs> they, uh, uh, and he, he just, uh, he helped with a lot of the basketball stuff, but uh, just the talking to uh, Coach Shire, and we actually talked to uh, Coach K um, a little bit, and it 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 was uh it just when we left Duke, uh, Jared pretty much was like, "It's Duke, Dad," and we I was we were like, "Well, that's I, I don't think that's a bad choice," um, but before that we were we were kind of leaning towards uh, Houston. Really, interesting. He's got a lot of respect for uh, Samson and that whole family. I mean, I love, I love those guys. But it was just, uh, you know, Jared made his decision, and we, you know, we roll with it. We, we came out on the, um, you know, the visit, the first visit. We kind of were just like, we got to just check it out. We got to give it a chance, right? You know, and um, Coach Shire, I feel like his recruiting skills were far to none. He he definitely uh, won won me over, and um, always win the mama. Always win the mama. <laughs> yeah, uh, we we really just liked um, what we felt was the culture here, and um, yeah, Jared. It's you know, also the, that's what I was going to say. The platform um, for Jared, you know, being in the social media platform himself. This was such a, uh, you know, big Duke has so much going on with the social media and all the stuff. So we felt like that was a, a really good fit as well. So, yeah, um, we just he when we left, we he, we talked about it a little and he was like, I think this is this is it, you know. Well, we're sure glad that he made that decision, that all of you made that decision. Hey, I, I want to know you talked about people, you know, running up to to Jared and and wanting to meet him. Is he now better known, you know, like at family reunions and at your, in your community? Is he better known for being a Duke basketball player or for being a TikTok star? <laughs> so that's funny because there there was one point um, back probably when he was a junior. Yeah. Where um, he had his TikTok fans and he had his basketball fans. Right. And they hadn't like meshed. And so people did not know that he was both. And um, I would say uh, 
now majority of the people who come up to him, they know the whole, they know him for everything, you know, the whole package. Yeah. 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 And then also, I don't know if you about, know about the YouTube uh, series that he was on. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I did hear. Yes. So that's another layer that it helped, it helped kind of put things together too, because sure. people saw him basketball and then they saw him TikTok as well. So, yeah. All right. Last question. And I'm not going to go ahead and ask you if Jared is going to be one and done, but I do want to know if you've talked at all about his NBA future and what kind of things do you think you're going to think about when it come time, comes time to make that decision about staying at Duke or looking at the NBA draft, whenever that might be. I mean, like if you hear he's almost automatically a first round pick, would you say, okay, you should definitely go. Or is it that you want, his skills to be at a different point. You know, have you all thought about or talked about when that moment happens? Well, we've definitely talked about it, of course. Um, uh, I feel like, I don't know. It'd Go. be like, I, I think um, there are multiple people that would be involved uh, with with that decision. But I mean, I feel like it's uh, it's one of those things where if, if, a, if a team was, to say they're going to take him in the first round, um, I mean it's almost and 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 the coaches were all saying, yeah, it, it, it's it, I think that's a good that'd be a good thing, and then people you know people that are close to us that know uh, uh, know a lot about this stuff. Uh, Our agency, yeah, the yes. agency would be involved. You know if they thought really believe that you know they, he should go. Um, I, I think. I think he would go if, if, you know, all those things lined up, but I personally was like, Whoa, you know, I, I didn't, I wanted to be like, I didn't really see that coming. I, I, I figured we'd be here, you know, two, three years. I mean, four years. I mean, I, that's, we really didn't. I love you, daddy. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, um, the, like I said, the agency really plays a big part in it. And then, um also when we came jared. to our visit well jared too but coach k when, when we had talked to him he was he said it very clear that you know we let these boys know when they should go and when when it's time you know like if if they don't they'll give their personal opinion i think that's great you know i'm sure coach shire would definitely be like look um i don't think you know or i don't think it's time for you or you know hey you know, you, you need to get out while you can kind of thing. Yeah, so. And and they got a little bit of a success at, at that here at Duke. Right. Right. Just exactly. a little bit. Am I allowed to ask, do you, uh, do you guys, did you guys buy the, your place or are you, are you renting? And I, I'm wondering if it's a one or two year lease. <laughs> <laughs> Back when uh, Jerry was being recruited, he, when they asked, I think Shire may have asked him how, how long he might be here or how, what does he see? And Jared said, you know, I want to be here four years. He he said that. So the the biggest uh things uh, may have changed since yeah, then, but the, the, <laughs> the biggest decision maker in the yeah, exactly. But the biggest person in all of it is Jared. Like we can talk all day about you know what we might think is better or whatever, but he has a final say. And uh it's it all will be based on the party all parties involved in it so wait one quick question i do have going back to being parents of a duke basketball player we 
talk about the brotherhood all the time and how that camaraderie exists uh, within the ethos of Duke basketball and even beyond when they go to the NBA or even just in life. What is the parenthood like? What what has it been like interacting with some of the other Duke basketball parents uh, that either come regularly to games or uh, get in, in your situation that may come to games regularly or not? How, how, how have you been interacting with some of the players or parents of the players on the team? Everybody's, Everybody's been awesome. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, at the, after the games, we, we get to sit by some, you know, and then we get to go uh, afterwards, we go to the family room and we all hang out in there and everybody has been so nice, so positive. It's a great bunch of parents. And I, I really feel like uh, that's one of Coach Shire's um, things that he chooses parents as well as the kids like i think that it's a whole amen package. and i think that's a very positive thing for sure well gina and lance mccain we cannot thank you enough for giving us your time today a lot of interesting insight into your son into the duke program and into what it's like being a parent we really appreciate it no problem thank you for having thank us you for having us and and by the way good luck to jared moving forward we are rooting yes. for him tremendously both yes. because you guys and he are great and because we're Duke fans. And if yeah. he does well, we all do well. So For sure. <laughs> yes. thank you. Thank you very much. This episode of the Duke basketball roundup is sponsored by better help. Springtime is the season that's supposed to feel like a new beginning. We have better weather, and it feels like everyone gains a boost of energy. However, for many, leaving winter behind doesn't always mean that their mood lightens up with the extra sunlight. We all carry around stress, and that stress can build as more events get added to your calendar. That's certainly true, Donald. And with the amount of social gatherings increasing with the improving weather and more daylight, there's more pressure to be on when you're interacting with family, friends, coworkers, even strangers, even when stress has you a little bit down. And for some, getting advice from a therapist can help you tackle some of that stress without affecting you or the people you care about. That's what BetterHelp is all about. It's entirely online, and it's designed to be therapy that's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a professional licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists anytime you want. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try and find your social sweet spot. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Duke Roundup today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Duke Roundup. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right, we're back from the break. Donald, dude, <laughs> that was fun. 
They that were was great. awesome. Yeah, you can well, see Jason real quick, real yeah. quick. The 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 listeners can't see this, but I will tell you that throughout this entire interview that we just had with them, Gina McCain was smiling the entire time. Like, I was just gonna say you can see where the Jared entire personality time. from. Yeah, yeah, it is. It, it's incredible. Um, and and it was just it. You could tell the pride that they have for for their son and just how far he's come just in all aspects of life, right? Not just the the basketball, but the TikTok and everything. And just the way that he uh, has developed into, you know, just what seems to be a tremendous young man. And uh, I, the, the only thing that I could see that I want to relate to these listeners that they couldn't see was just, just that pride was on their face. The, the smiles that they had, you know, answering the questions uh, the way they did, where it was all straight out of love and, and pride and, and just admiration for, you know, what Jeremy McCain has been able to do. Yeah, there were some really, really nice moments. By the way, for folks who didn't know about their other son, uh, Jace McCain, who is uh, a grad assistant at Duke, I think that's a that's a great part of this story that that I think a lot of people don't know about. And the little nugget there, this, to me, this is incredible. The fact that every day Jared goes out there to shoot, his older brother, Jace, goes out to rebound, and his parents help rebound as well. Uh, I, you know... This is a real, this is a huge family thing for them. They are a family of athletes. We talked about Lance playing with Spud Webb. My God. I mean, <laughs> the stories he must have. Uh, a lot of fun. Jace obviously played uh, Division Two before he became a grad assistant at Duke. And Gina was a track and field, uh, uh, at, at, uh, I think at Sacramento State. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is a family of athletes and their commitment to helping Jared to be all he can be. You just heard it again and again in there. Uh, and and that's what it takes to, to reach the levels that he has reached. And I'm glad that Jason, that you were able to bump into him uh, at a basketball game to yeah, get boy. him on the show. <laughs> what, what a great, what a great, you know, uh, set of luck that you had and luck and circumstances. But I think what's great about having parents on here, you know, like you said, we don't get that many parents of players on the show or even just be able to talk to them in depth about what it's like to be a parent. So to hear about some of the decisions they had to make, you know, them moving to Durham feel like feels to us like an easy decision, but that's a difficult situation to uproot your life and move it across country for the sake of, you know, being the support system for your, for your children. That's, that's not an easy task while everyone says in their heart of, you know, heart of hearts that they would do it in an instant that's a lot, especially, you know, how long they lived in California to to move to the other side to a place that's, you know, certainly unfamiliar to them. Um, but to have that support system for Jared is awesome. I love that they talked about at the end about the all the other Duke parents, right, who are going through this similar yeah. thing. Again, a unique experience of being a Duke basketball parent and how that works and how the program has basically embraced them and welcomed them into the family. That's those are little things that when when players are deciding where to go to school that has become more of an important thing you and i when we went to college it was probably like a you know hey good luck good you know we'll be down for parents weekend but that's about it um and we'll see it we'll see at holidays but the fact that they were able to do that i think that's awesome that they were able to do that and uh and that you know we are able to see you know firsthand what it is like to be a parent because that's not something that you know you, you're a parent but you're not a parent of a duke basketball player um, and, and it's cool to see that uh, uh, that kind of dynamic and and what and how it works. And look, my last thing, I mean, the question that everyone wonders is how long 
how long are these star basketball players here on campus? And and uh, I I love I love that. First of all, John Shire asked Jared, how long are you to be it? And Jared's like, four years. And Lance is like, yeah, I think my kid should be there four years. And Gina's like, things may have changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mom knows reality there. Uh, and and look, that 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 is the reality that all of us deal with. And uh, it makes perfect sense. Uh, I thought they were very honest. And uh, we, we just had such a good time talking to them. Uh, a real pleasure. And we are just incredibly fortunate to to be able to to get that kind of insight from them. And then all the stuff about the TikTok is just hysterical. It's just great. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. I don't have TikTok, but some of, uh, Jer you know, a lot of Jeremy Kane's dances and stuff make it over to Instagram, um, where I, where I'm active on, but, uh, it's just great to see, uh, you know, put a face in a, in a, you know, just be able to talk to one of the stars of a lot of these, a lot of these things. Yeah, exactly. So again, our thanks to Gina and Lance McCain for being with us today. They were a ton of fun. We are, we could not be rooting for their son, uh, anymore. It's just not possible. We're the biggest fans of Jared McCain that you will find other than his parents. <laughs> so that's going to wrap it up on the latest edition of the Duke Basketball Roundup. For Donald, I am Jason. This, you're hearing him right now, this is the Duke Band. They're playing us out and taking us home. I have to tell all of you, I, I was about 30 seconds to a minute late opening up the Zoom room because I had to give my, do you have, I don't know, do you guys have dogs? Yes, right here next to me. Oh, <laughs> so, so my dog uh, is taking some antibiotics oh. and, and my wife and I made up a whole bunch of little tiny meatballs that we slipped the pills into to give to him, you know? Yeah. I just went through seven meatballs and he eats the meatball and spits out the pill every time. Gosh, I know <laughs> the feeling. They are so too smart, smart for that. It was driving me crazy. <laughs> <laughs>